You are now listening to Raise the W, recorded at the School of Communication inside the Hickey Audio Lab on the beautiful campus of Western Michigan University. Come aboard and hear the people, stories, and impact of Western Michigan University. Here's your host, Tim Tarantine. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Raise the W, the podcast where we celebrate the people, places, and impact that make Western Michigan University amazing. I am here in studio today with one of our deans of a college from whose students you've heard a lot from on this podcast. It's the Lee Honors College, and we have their dean, Gary Bischoff. Dr. Bischoff, welcome to the podcast. Glad to have you. Good to be here. So you get the same question as everybody because we want to know the leaders and the people who make uh, the Honors College great. Tell us about the neighborhood you grew up in. All right. I lived on a private drive in Wheeling, West Virginia, uh, there you go. It was named uh, Don Hyphen Lee Drive, yeah. uh, because the Phillips family who lived there that was their two sons' names. Um, oh wow! So my dad actually bought a house from the Phillips that was uh, uh, old, and he used uh, material from that to build our own house. So he built our house with his help of uh, uh, some extended family members and his dad. Uh, wow. So my father was very handy. Yeah. Um, and I grew up in a household with six kids altogether. Ooh, now so where were you in that order? I was number two and the yeah. only boy, so I have five sisters. Wow. <laughs> number two, the only boy. You got yep. a father who's industrious and, and built you all's own home. That's correct. How did you get into the idea of higher education? Was that an expectation of your family? How did that work? Not really an expectation of my family. Uh, neither of my parents uh, have college degrees, mm-hmm. uh, though I have an aunt and an uncle, both with college degrees, and uh, my aunt, my dad's uh, sister, uh, ended up in higher education administration. She wow. was a vice president uh, level uh, uh, administrator at the University of Minnesota system. Sure. So, uh, but academics was always what I excelled at. I wasn't much of an athlete, but I was always did very well in school. Sure. And so it was kind of a natural fit to uh, kind of be in the academic realm. You were in the real gymnasium. That's right. right yeah. Getting it done. <laughs> right. So you got through high school. You go to college. Where'd you hit undergrad? Did undergrad at Bethany College in West Virginia, a small yeah. private liberal arts college. Sure. Uh, around 1,000 students. Yeah. Uh, so I was, uh, had you some leadership that? roles there. I enjoyed it a lot. Yep. Majored in philosophy. Is that uh, right? That's right. So we right. had some folks from our philosophy department. We were talking okay. about the value of a philosophy degree. Yes. Yeah. It is It's good it is for critical great. thinking. I uh, remember yeah. back those ethics classes and sure. uh, just, you know, thinking about thinking and uh, wisdom. So yeah, it was a good, good major. And it was a small major at the small college. So mm-hmm. um, the advanced classes were probably more like a graduate uh, seminar kind of class. Wow. Small people. We took uh, some ownership in terms of teaching. And yeah, so it was a good experience. So in some ways, you were a Lee Honors student. I, I would say so, yes. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't actually have an honors program, but uh, ended up being uh, second in my uh, graduating class from high school. Wow. Uh, and so I had very good grades. And uh, so, yeah, I, I, would, I would consider myself an honors uh, eligible student. Sure. So you can, <laughs> you, when students come in with the challenges they face, with the things they aspire to, it's good to have somebody who's lived that pressure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Right? Of performance and making sure you keep your grades and your... Yep. And everything together. Now, when you came to the Lee Honors College mm-hmm. as dean, what was the decision point? What were the decision points in your head? Why was that an attractive role for you to go after? Okay, good question. 
When I initially came to Western in 99, I came as a faculty member yeah. and kind of moved up the ranks. Um, one of the things I did uh, when I was a good number of years into my faculty role was do uh, uh, what's called the Academic Leadership Academy, sure. you know, which just comes from our Office of Faculty Development. Yeah. Uh, so I had been teaching the same courses, doing a lot of the same kind of things, and was uh, open to considering administration. Uh, so um, after 12 years as a faculty member, uh, ended up going to the Department of Family and Consumer Sciences. Sure. Uh, served four and a half years there as department chair. Yes. Uh, then the position came open as dean of the Lee Honors College. The Honors College had always intrigued me. Uh, look, you know, it was very appealing. I liked some of the staff there. I knew some of the staff already and chatted with them about the role, uh, yeah. and about my fit for the role, um, and the opportunity to you know work with uh, high achieving, bright students. Sure. Um, and a good staff uh, was very appealing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as I talked to uh, and met with several of the uh, previous deans at the Lee Honors College, too, as I was uh, interviewing and making the decision about that. Um, and uh, all of them talked about it being one of the best jobs they ever had. Wow. And they considered it one of the best gigs on campus. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. I would say so. Now, what, what are the challenges facing our high-performing students? Often people think that students who are first generation or others are the only ones who experience mm -hmm. challenges trying to matriculate through higher education. But in our previous conversations one-on-one, -on -one, I know that's not necessarily the case. What are some of the challenges you're seeing across the college and how are how is the college addressing those challenges? Because you all have some pretty cool programs. Yes, on. right. Well, I'd say a couple things that are somewhat unique to our honors college population. Uh, one is these are students that uh, tend to be uh, driven. They tend to also uh, have experienced success. Mm -hmm. So coming to college and maybe getting that first B or C in a class uh, can uh, take a big toll on them. Um, so it kind of blows their confidence, uh, and sometimes uh, that can uh, lead to the onset of some mental health issues or some sure. issues with uh, self-confidence. Um, so we actually see a pretty high rate in general in college students uh, of mental health issues and challenges. Sure. Uh, and I think uh, there's some uh, you know, unique nuances for the honors college population because of that perfectionism and, and the need to be successful, to drive, high yeah. expectations, yes. Sure. What are some of the other challenges you see? Um, some of the other challenges that I think I would see uh, involve, you know, we do have a good number of first-generation students. Yeah. Uh, so they haven't maybe navigated, their parents haven't navigated the, you know, the college uh, world. Sure. Um, so adjusting to the additional free time. Yeah. Um, and you know, know the, about the freedom. That. Yeah. Uh, so that can be uh, a big challenge to kind of keep their, their focus and, uh, uh, you know, keep their uh, academic success, success going. Yeah. What, uh, what are you celebrating about the Lee Honors College today? What are you really proud of? What's going on over there that our listening audience should know about? Well, related to uh, the topic I was just talking about, well, we've initiated some uh, uh, programming related to improving mental health. Um, I have been a part of efforts on campus to uh, uh, develop uh, us being a JED campus, which is uh, related yeah. to the JED Foundation. Mm -hmm. um, so we're uh, actively involved in that with uh, developing a strategic plan and implementing that. Um, a couple other things. Um, we're really proud of what our Honors College students produce. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, to graduate from the Honors College, students have to do an Honors Thesis. Sure. Um, and they do some wonderful, amazing things. I was just looking online today because I was talking with our office uh, or VP for research, and uh, our honors thesis have been downloaded nearly 825,000 times uh, from across the globe. Um, so we're kind of approaching that million mark uh, in, yeah. a, in another year or so. So that'll be a good cause for celebration. That you better believe it. 
the scholarly work is out there. Students are solving problems. They're doing their research. And people are going after those solutions. That's awesome. That's right. That's right. That is really awesome. So uh, in the coming years, and as you think about your vision for the college, how can Bronco Nation help you? How can we be a part of partnering with you, our alums or donors or mm-hmm. people who just love Western? How can they help Lee Honors College? Well, there's always opportunities for alums uh, to contribute. Uh, one of the things we developed recently is a virtual mentoring program uh, oh, where wow. we link uh, alums uh, with our current students. Uh, they may be of a similar discipline, uh, and they kind of communicate by email or uh, other ways through technology. Uh, so that's kind of a fun thing that we've uh, – it's a relatively new uh, effort. Sure. Our current associate dean, Jane Boss, has been uh, uh, coordinating that. Uh, so that's a good way uh, you know, to develop uh, some no connection question. with uh, current students. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the challenges we have is sometimes we have a fee for the Honors College, and for some people that's a barrier um, mm. to stay in the Honors College. Sure. Um, so we're developing some funding and actually have a, uh, a fund uh, that's not quite an endowment stage yet uh, that will be able to help students like that or other students who uh, encounter some circumstances, whether sure. it be you know, car breaks down or family issues, uh, uh, that you know, they need a little extra help to uh, uh, you know to keep things going in a positive That's direction right. and maintain their their studies in the honors college, and it, and giving to those funds. I mean, it's that's important, partly because the return of that investment is in the students, yep. the tutoring programs that you all run, the ways mm-hmm. in which students are supported in finishing, and in in uh, in matriculating through. Uh, Lee Honors College is investing those funds in students. It's a beautiful thing to see. Yep, it's, really, that's right. it's a good thing. It's a good thing to, to give to as well. Um, so I'll give you one final question on the okay. way out of here. All right. And that question is really um, kind of paramount to what I see in the Honors College, which is why do you love education? Because you can. I, I know how much you believe in education mm-hmm. by – how much you invest yourself in it mm-hmm. and how much the Honors College looks at their students as, as people to invest in, there's got to be something underneath burning about the power of education inside of you. What sure. is that? You know, as an instructor and now yeah. as an administrator, uh, one of the things that uh, uh, most uh, stokes me is um, seeing the light bulb turn on, mm. uh, whether that be in yeah. the classroom or through some program that sure. we offer or uh, interesting courses that people would not be able to get elsewhere on campus that we have in the Honors College. Um, to see those students make connections, uh, to see the light bulb go on, to see their mm-hmm. excitement in learning, uh, to see them develop relationships with profs, which is a nice opportunity in the Honors College because we have generally small classes. Sure. Um, I would say the other thing is we, we offer some programming that's unique um, to campus and probably somewhat unique to honors colleges. One example is our Study in the States program. Oh, sure. Uh, where right. faculty uh, develop these trips and take yeah. uh, 8 to 12 students. Uh, a group just got back from Hawaii, our first trip outside the continental U.S. Um, and the students uh, often come back from those saying, this was an experience of a lifetime. Yeah. Because uh, they get to know a faculty member well. They go to a new place. Uh, and for many of our Michigan students, they haven't been too far outside of uh, sure. you know, this region of the country. Um, so that's great to be able to help facilitate you know, that kind of exciting learning uh, and transformative learning for our students. Yeah. It's all about learning and discovery for you. I can see it on your face. All right. <laughs> it's great. Great. 
Dean, thanks so much for the work you're doing in the Lee Honors College. Our students are amazing. We've featured, again, several of them mm -hmm. on this podcast already, and we'll feature more in the future. Sounds great. Uh, because of the amazing things that are going on. So we, thank we, you for your work and leadership there. You're welcome. We've got a lot of great students over there. No question about All it. Right. If you want to learn more about uh, what's going on in Lee Honors College, you can go to mywmu.com slash raise the W, and you can find more about Dean Bischoff, the work that he and his team are doing in conjuncture with a great group of faculty and students to help make a difference in the world through their scholarly and creative activities. If you're out and about today and you want uh, to make a difference in the world, one way you can do that is by telling people about the difference Western is making, about our students, about their heart, about their grit, about these faculty members and deans who bring their heart to work every day and make a difference in the world every morning they show up. And if you do that, you'll help us all to raise the double. Thank <laughs> you.